Hey, sluts. Welcome back to the Slutrepreneur Podcast. My name is Anna, and I'm your host. From the champagne room to the boardroom, we discuss sluts who make money and hear success stories from women all around the world. This episode is brought to you by AlienOutfitters.com, a wonderful world where you can accent your individuality. Use code SLUT for 10% off at AlienOutfitters.com. In today's episode, I give you guys the real tea. You keep asking me, who is my boyfriend? Why don't I show his face? What am I hiding? Well, today I'm telling you all of our dirty secrets from how we work together, how we live together, our sex life, everything you want to know. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, world. Uh, My name is Jay. I am Anna's significant other. And... uh, Previously on one of her podcasts or one of her socials, she had mentioned that uh, I would come on and answer some questions if there happened to be any questions from you guys. And yes, there was a lot of questions. Uh, Obviously, I'm not going to be able to answer them all because some of them are just ridiculous. And then others, uh, I think that uh, we'll be able to get to most of them. And... uh, a couple of our close friends actually had some questions. We will uh, get to those. So anyway, how's everything going, uh, Miss Sletcherpreneur? How's life treating you? It's going well. I've been I've been doing a lot of a lot more YouTube, uh, TikTok, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. things that make you happy. Uh-huh, TikTok and all over the place. I know you love that. Yeah. Uh, so in turn, with things growing in that area it's really been cool to see that and a lot of in time and investment of that has shown a return so i'm i'm doing good thanks for asking excellent excellent <laughs> excellent and yes yeah, speaking of our assistant uh miss cat she actually got into a car accident and broke her wrist or injured her wrist so we're wishing her well mm-hmm. she just got surgery and a new a new uh vehicle so we can't wait to have her back yeah we need you cat <laughs> Anyway, desperately. No, you take your time and get better. So, without any further ado, why don't we get to some of these questions? This lady says, How does it feel to have such a powerful partner in life? Most men are intimidated by the thought of a success. We're just learning how to read here, so uh, bear with us. Oh my God. I you get... can't talk with your hands okay, in front of your okay. mouth. What are you doing? Stop. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe I'm trying. Okay. Slowly and, you know, you know what you're doing. Know. Come on. I know. I know. You just make me nervous sometimes. Don't be nervous. Just, just don't be nervous. Just know, slow. It's hard when just... you're look, like staring at my soul. I'm not staring. I'm not you trying are. to. All right. no. Why don't you read a different question? <laughs> you know what I mean? So let's get inside your head. All right, here we go. Everyone wants to know what you do for a living and why you hide your face or I intentionally don't show you on my accounts. Okay, so that's a two-part question here. Let's go ahead and address part one. I work for Alien Outfitters. I am the shipping uh, and receiving person. I do the fulfillments. I pack up all the orders, try to make sure nothing gets broken and if anybody gets uh, anything wrong, it's my fault. And uh, just send it back and we'll take care of it. 
And now as far as uh, what, uh, why I hide my face or why I don't want to be seen, I, I really don't know. I, um, I've just always kind of been that way. I never had Facebook. Um, I just really wasn't that interested in what other people had to say. Um, I didn't care what other people drove or what they were eating. Uh, and I didn't really, I guess, you know, the disinterest I have in other people is just what I expect from them in return. I don't expect people to be interested in what I've got going on. And we have quite a bit of an age difference, so yeah. that might impact. Yeah, but even too. my my friends that are my age, they're all into the social media and everything. And, and, and I mean... Recently, I've given up all social medias. I mean, if anybody followed me on Instagram, I mean, I don't know what I'm doing, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I've given up all social social medias and given up my phone. I'm, I'm trying to really just take it back, you know, to the beginning. Well, I have an explanation as to why okay. I don't show your face. Why do you think? Because I'm terribly ugly. No. <laughs> no. Because I feel like I share everything with the world and the most important thing I have is you and I want to keep that sacred and special and for us because from past experiences with friends or even celebrities when they're always pretending to be happy or flaunting how much they love each other, A, it's not real, B, I feel like it makes people feel bad uh, and see a lot of those couples end up not staying together it's like a a curse or something yeah they do it's it's hard when you put everything out there you know it's um people then think they know everything about you and whatnot but honestly it's really not that deep i just it's it was never uh, i don't know that it was ever a conscious decision maybe when we first started dating i i didn't really want to be seen with you I, i'm not sure why maybe because you were so young i, I don't know exactly but I just never really been one to brag and show off and and whatnot. I just don't care about that sort of thing. It's my my own business. I respect your privacy too, so it's just it's worked really well for us and I think it adds to kind of like a mystery or an aura about you that Yeah, it seems that way, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I'm I like it. I'm really not that interesting. But uh, this next question is, how does it feel dating a bad bitch, a.k.a. me? Well, that's the only way I would have it, you know. Uh, my whole life I've tried to surround my people with, or excuse me, surround myself with people that are successful or at least driven. And uh, that is what is attractive to me uh, as far as even just looking for friends or girlfriends or, or anybody I need that person to have some sort of hustle man I mean it, I don't care you know I don't judge on what kind of hustle just be driven so I get asked a lot you know do you have a man are you single so why don't you tell everyone how we got engaged and if we plan to get married or not uh, well yes we definitely plan to get married um I mean, I think we just kind of been patient with it, you know, but so busy and it's just the stress that's not needed, you know, until it's time. I mean, I think it's time also like what I was saying about other couples showing off how happy they are. I also think getting married is kind of a curse as well, because I don't know, it's like once you get married, you just get divorced and we both come from 
broken home, so marriage isn't exactly appealing. So I felt like we could be extremely patient and the longer we got to know each other, the better it would be until we knew we were ready because I don't want to do it just to have a wedding. Yeah, and I mean, we would have already broken up by now. You know, I think we're stuck together now. But uh, what what was the other part of that um, question? How we got engaged. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I'm terribly scared of the water. So I took her out on a jet ski with her on the back of it and proposed on this jet ski like a motherfucking gymnast without dropping the ring in the water. You, and, you forgot uh, the, what? what led up to that. What? We were on this jet ski and you were driving fast, so fast, like it was a motorcycle. Oh. I was scared for my life. And I did have a feeling it might be that day because I told you how special that date would be since I'm so yeah. crazy about numbers. Yeah. And I'm thinking, why is he going so fast if there there's a chance he has this ring? Like, mm. he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah. And then you stopped, and I thought it, the jet ski was broken, mm. so I was about to have a panic attack being stuck in the ocean. That's not good. And you pull out a crumpled dollar bill. Mm. And not just, even a 20 or a hundred. No, it was you a just one grab the ring out of that. Mm. And I'm like, you know how close we are to the water. And yeah, you basically handed it to me and said, here's the fucking ring. Yeah, Well, I didn't say that necessarily. You, know, you were like, put it on or something. Yeah, well, I was a little fran- frantic about <laughs> dropping it. So I just wanted it to be on. And it wasn't like you were on one knee. I'm like, no, behind well, you. I mean, I'm not that flexible. I had to. Well, I, had I, to I looked at you and I said, baby, you have to ask me. <laughs> yeah, I'm basically a child, you know. But it was really sweet and the instructor who was absolutely insane comes yeah. on over because he sees we're stopped and he's like, Hey, I want a picture. And yeah. you not really enjoying pictures. You're like, no, we're good. And I'm like, yes. Well, we, I just figured it would be a big to do, but this guy was very uh, agile with his jet ski. He's a pro. So in this awful photo he took, we're like holding a pose for yeah. like a minute. It felt like, cause he couldn't, figure out how to put his camera up and it was tough it's a really yeah it's tough so basically i would have been right if i just said no but it's a memory and uh i kind of redid it again if we're if we're being completely honest i uh, felt the need to get down on one knee out here by our pond one beautiful evening and uh kind of say a few sweet words that we've both forgotten and uh (laughs) yeah so it's uh I actually did it a couple times. I think that she uh, <laughs> she right. des- she deserves it. Uh, so when did we first meet, and what was your first thought of me? Uh, you looked very fun. Uh, you looked uh, energetic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, I was intoxicated. We met at a nightclub, and I'm not a person that goes to nightclubs. Really, uh, I really don't like them. But uh, I did meet Miss. Uh, Slutcherpreneur there. In episode 13, we go in great detail and kind of explain that story. So if, if you want the full tea, that's where to find it. Um, what other questions do we have here? Let's see. Well, I wanted to kind of throw you off track because now that my YouTube channel is growing, of course, negative comments are rolling in. And I woke up to this pretty long comment and uh, I try to have a thick skin but I'm so passionate about what I do there I'm going to be honest I'm human I have emotions 
but it's really hard for me not to reply because what? What? No, I didn't say anything. Well, I'll just get into it. I have no Um, idea what you're talking about. This lovely lady named Lauren Smith. Shout out to you, Lauren. She asked, uh, well, backstory, the video she commented on is a bikini try-on haul. It's one of my most viewed videos, and I show all my favorite swimsuits and explain why I like them, and this is the comment. What does your significant other say about this video? You apparently are in a relationship because of the ring on your hand, but you need help. Seriously, this video is cringy as fuck. Throw up faces. Don't get me wrong, you're beautiful, you have a nice body, but you shouldn't flaunt it the way you do. Like, when I'm watching this video, all I see is tits and pussy. I bet this Mm. is where you got most of your subscribers anyways. And it's really sad because a lot of guys think that most women are like this. Seriously, think about becoming more modest with your body. Hmm. I mean... Are you wanting for me to respond to this? Yeah, well, she asked, you know, I see you're in a relationship. What does your significant other say about this video? Well, her significant other doesn't monitor all her videos. I've actually never seen one, to be quite honest with you. I don't uh, follow her. I don't look at anything. She does not feel the need to share with me or to make sure I'm okay with shit because I trust her and I know that she's going to do what she wants to do anyway. So why am I going to fight it and cause an argument? Now, if it's something I don't agree with, then we can talk about it and discuss it like adults, but I'm pretty easygoing. There's not a lot that I'm, uh, that I'm not cool with, you know, because I trust her and I trust, I trust you. I trust that you're going to make, you know, proper decisions as far as this lady right here, I think that a lot of people probably feel that way. And and it, I don't blame her. It's okay. You know, it's, uh, I think that a lot. I think it's fucked up. Well, she wrote it to you. Well, and I shouldn't have to be modest to be respected. I don't you don't think. have to be. That's just her, that's just her opinion. No, you know, she's not forcing you to change. You know, you have to value her opinion. Fortunately, there are people like her out there. If there wasn't people like her, you wouldn't stand out because you would be just like everyone else. That's true. You know, for every one of her, there's one of you. And you guys probably have more in common than you realize. You know, I guarantee you she's just probably talking like her parents talked. I mean, it's probably not her fault. And she's probably a pleasant chick. And in her world, her little circle of trust she probably has a lot of people that feel the same way so she feels like that's her world that no people normally don't look like you and act like you and flaunt like you do maybe she doesn't have the confidence that you do but she never said it in my face who cares if she does or not <laughs> that's why i don't that's why i'm not on social media you know because everything everyone says is something they wouldn't say to your face Well, I posted a quote on my Instagram the day before this, which I thought was pretty important in regards to the uh, halftime show with J-Lo and Shakira. I did not see that. Well, J-Lo was on a poll and there was a lot of booty shaking. Mm. So, you know, people who are a little more conservative thought it was inappropriate. So I posted that nudity empowers some and modesty empowers some. Different things empower different people, and it's no one's place to tell you which one does. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, I I think a lot about the world and the state of the world. And I will tell you one thing that uh, I don't know if it's social media or – or not, or I don't know what it is, but people have just uh, forgotten how to mind their own business. 
I think I may have said this previously, but you know, if, if everybody would just mind their own business, then uh, we'd be a lot happier place, I believe. Do you think it's important that people share their opinions when they're not asked, or should they just keep scrolling? Well, they have a voice, you know, but in your in your instance, you shouldn't care what she says. You shouldn't engage. You don't have time for that shit, first of all. You know, you shouldn't care what she says. You and her are like different species, man. You're you're like a bird flying around free, and she's like a fucking earthworm stuck in the ground somewhere. You know, she can barely see shit, man. Everything she sees is like normal to her. But little does she know there's a whole fucking world out there, you know? So I, you and her are just not even on the same fucking stratosphere. Well, a, a lot of my TikTok comments are similar. You know, people tell me how ugly my tattoos are, how I look like a man. And I'm like, you know, I know I'm supposed to have a thick skin. But at the same time, like, I am a human being yeah. with well, feelings. But see, there, that's where you're wrong. You're not a human being with feelings. <laughs> no, you're actually not. You, you know, to them, all you are is an object that's on their phone. You're not a human being. They're not meeting you in person. They're able to say what they want to say and take out their anger on you. You know, I think a lot of people are under this impression that if they drag someone down, it's going to make themselves feel better. It's going to lift them up, you know, but that's not the way it works, man. That's not the way it works. When you're dragging someone else down, all you're doing is exploring those depths by yourself. You're not with anybody, man. Yeah, there's a good uh, line. It's like happy people don't hate and haters aren't happy yeah there's a lot of shit i mean you know it's hey just mind your own fucking business so when you keep commenting negative shit on my girls <laughs> instagram come find you and stab you no i'm just kidding i'm what just playing <laughs> i'm just playing i would never so when you did have instagram for like that month we had a discussion about not following each other because i personally cannot be my own brand if i know you're watching if that makes sense yeah how do you feel about that we, I, we blocked each other to be yeah honest, yeah i was coming up on your explore page yeah they must know that i'm interested in girls that look like you or something you know but uh no i um i think it's really the only way man especially in your situation where you need to be able to be creative and be yourself you know um i kind of think it's like uh, let's say you went home for Thanksgiving and, and you went by yourself, you would be able to be yourself with your family and you wouldn't have to be anyone else. And even if your family was cool with me, let's say you took me to your family for Thanksgiving, you could be yourself, but you might, you know, you might tiptoe around a few things. You might just be a little different, hold off on a few little things here and there. And, you know, guess what? When you're trying to promote yourself and honesty and, and your passion, if you hold back at all, you're, it's not going to translate to the fans, man. That's a really great point. Would you have any advice to give to these boyfriends so that they're not mad about their women posting their body online? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't really. Uh, I think that that's something that that's I don't know that that's able to be changed in people i think that that's um what is that called that's your uh those are your morals i think that a lot of morals come into play when you talk about posting your body sharing your um your girlfriend or someone that you have feelings for her sharing it with the world and whatnot but you know i, I don't know that you're ever going to change that person um I, I don't really know i just think that 
you either need to meet in the middle somewhere, like, um, you know, 90% of other obstacles in a relationship, or you need to fucking find somebody who's cool with it. And when you are meeting them and you're getting into that fucking dating process, you need to tell them the deal instead of just kind of springing it on them, you know? So I don't know. It's, it's complicated. That's a tough one. It's tough. One. It's hard because we all, they're all just bodies and yeah, man, there's all sorts of fucking shit, man. That person, her boyfriend might have a issue, you know, might love his mom too much or some shit and doesn't want to objectify women. And, and he has feelings for this girl that are remind him of his mama or some shit. And, and he doesn't want people thinking about her in a weird way. And I respect that, man. It's just, and re- religion know. ties into it a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're religious like that, then I have no no advice for you on that aspect. <laughs> so do you think it's intimidating to be with me at some times based on, you know, I don't have perspective of being in a relationship where a guy really tells me what to do because I wouldn't be with him if he did. Yeah. So do you think it's... Uh, intimidating to be with me in that aspect absolutely not no i think that ties into the previous question about you know being confident about a a girlfriend showing her body or whatnot i just you just have to have that confidence man i mean that's how many times have i said that over the years that we just you know when whenever anything comes up or there's difficulty or whatever you just have to have confidence that you chose the right person and that you're going to work it out you know so how would a, a girl know when a guy is into her, particularly if she's a confident woman well, like myself? First of all, any guy is going to be into you. Guys are just ridiculous. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it, you know, I mean, are we talking like physical cues, like, you know, flirty cues, like playing with his hair or, you know, stumbling around bullshit? But well, people don't even meet each other quite yet. I feel like it's with the whole Tinder thing, yeah. which we're both not experienced in. There's all this fuckboy shit where guys, you know, don't text you back and all this yeah. stupid games that is like normal now. Yeah, I guess if a guy is showing interest in you at all beyond just saying hello or whatever, I mean, I I guess he's interested. It's just hard. I, I don't know. Guys are a lot different than me. Most most guys are, you know. Well, have you been in any long-term relationships yeah, prior to me? Yeah, I've been in uh, two. two. Two long-term, maybe, what, about two or three years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How do you think those relationships, like, what did you learn from those in order for us to sustain our relationships so long? Uh, I didn't really figure out what I wanted um, as much as I figured out what I didn't want and what I couldn't deal with. So, yeah, it's, uh, I guess it's just, I mean, shit's hard, man. Relationships are hard. It takes a lot of work. And if people aren't willing to kind of grow together, it's tough. You know, it's really hard. So I just learned, uh, I guess, what I, what I didn't want, basically. Sorry, there's so many questions. Oh, and here's a couple questions from our good friend. Stop talking so close. Oh, sorry, I'm screaming into the mic. Oh, sorry. Anna's going to have her hands full (laughs) trying to fix this shit. Sorry about that. So our friend, I think we can say her name, uh, Meerkat, has a couple questions. And uh, first off, she wants to know if we will adopt her. And I've already told you, Meerkat. Get the papers. Yeah, I've already told you. We got room. It's uh, it's no problem. So, uh, Mira, her second question comes in. She wants to know, what are my favorite things about her that have made me a better person? And I guess I would say, I mean, just the work ethic alone 
Uh, I mean, if you, if you spend any time around her, you will have to hustle. I mean, it's just inevitable. You just feel like, you know, you're in quicksand if you're just going a normal speed. So I guess just that hustle, man, it's just unparalleled. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's out of control. So how the hell do you keep up with me? It's a work in progress. <laughs> I, I've really, honestly, I've really had to uh, try. And uh, I mean, I'm even taking like, um, ADHD meds like Adderall and shit like that just to work, man, just to keep up. So trust me, I'm, I'm, it's not easy. It's really not easy. But I would have it no other way. Rebel underscore XO asked, how does he keep you constantly glowing with the power of a thousand suns? I think we have a uh, Game of Thrones fan <laughs> or something. <laughs> how do I, hey, I guess that one's for you. How do I keep you glowing? Well, you're patient with me. You're supportive. You uh-huh. stay out of my way. You cook me dinner. You bring me coffee in the morning. You yeah. always fill up the dog's water bowl. I basically work for her. <laughs> you, anytime there's a problem in the house or things that need to be done, I can just make a list and we don't have to really speak about it. But you honestly, the fact that how safe I feel with you, I think keeps me glowing. It's nice to, you know, when I feel like when we're in public and walking around, I never can sense danger. It, it feels like a warm blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. good. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. No, you've been super open-minded with my sexuality and just honestly the journey I'm on because I have changed drastically since from the time you met me and you've been pretty consistent but typically someone would just give up with me so I think the fact that you've helped me get through this mental health thing me reconnecting with my dad like so many big huge things in my life this whole business I mean you were there before I even started a business Mm -hmm. so there's little people on one hand that I can say have known me since before then so I think that's a, a great point yeah, very true. Well, let's talk about sex. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Is your sex life, if your sex life isn't the best with your boyfriend, how can you fix it? The sex drive with my boyfriend is completely different than mine. I mean, that's difficult, you know what I mean? It depends how long you've been with someone, you know. Um, if you've been with them for a long time, I think that that's common, you know. Um you, you just kind of have to uh, try everything, man. You got to try everything, you know, lock yourself in a room with your clothes off and no one can leave until you, somebody comes. I think know. it's more about communication. And- yeah. Well, maybe they don't like talking to each other. You know, maybe they don't. Maybe that's not their thing. You know, you can always Google how to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Get freaky, man. You know, have porn on every TV in the house for the whole fucking day. Loud. Okay. If let's say the guy wants to fuck like a rabbit, but the girl's not into it. Say she's on like meds like me that make her like, sometimes it's harder to orgasm. You know, how would he approach her if she's like, no, I'm good. Like, well, you got two options there. You can either, uh, you know, jack him off, suck his dick, you know, do something for him. Or you can pretty much kind of get into an open relationship where you know you're not sexually 
that active and you're not, that's not something you need, but you love your significant other and you want them to be happy. And, and it works for people. I mean, you just have to kind of set your boundaries and make it happen. You know, there's a lot of gray areas when you get into that sort of discussion that you kind of have to maybe tackle, you know, kind of learn on the job a little, you know, mistakes happen. But as long as you trust each other and you want to be together, I think that it's a great thing if you can pull it off, you know, but it's risky, man. You might lose that person, you know. And with myself just being a female, I think in correlation to having a period, you know, my hormones go up and down and there's always that time of the month where I need more attention than usual. So I'm just very direct and pretty much like take your fucking pants off. You have no option, but with consent, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, we have, I think we have a few tricks you know i I think if i ask you for a massage that kind of leads into it normally just touching man just touching smelling somebody you're attracted to and i mean yeah then there is that that point where it comes to where look you know if you're just not feeling that person and y'all aren't having sex and even when you get intimate you're not like turned on or whatever maybe they're just not for you man i mean maybe that's going to be your next good friend you know And the last resort before you quit, I think going to therapy is an option. If if you've been with someone, yeah, if if you're living with this person and you've been with them for a while, I think it's worth a try for sure, man, with an open mind, you know. Uh, Kayla asks, how do you spice up your sex life? Um, I'm kind of in a comfortable stage in my relationship. Well, she just said it right there. I mean, if you're comfortable, then you need to be uncomfortable. You know, that's that way with life. It's that way with everything. You know, as soon as you put yourself outside of your comfort zone, you know, there's a lot of uh, instincts that are going to kick in, you know, and uh, maybe you won't be so fucking comfortable, man. And us owning a sex toy shop, I think it's quite easy when new products come in. It's fun for us to test them. So if you need some new toys, head over to thehornystoner.com. Yeah, let us know. What are some things that make you hard? I know. (laughs) Anyway, well, what is it then? What is it that makes me hard? Uh, (laughs) Two girls in the same bed? (laughs) I love my Hitachi, you know, that's yeah. my best bestie. Yeah. So I love a good Hitachi blowjob because yeah. I get to pleasure myself while I'm pleasing well, you. Obviously, that makes me hard. I- I'm thinking that well, she's yeah. maybe talking about something a little more uh, PG-13. Uh, you know I mean, I that's like saying, yeah, well, when we're fucking, I'm super hard. Well, I like wearing jean shorts. You like yeah. that? Well, just jeans. I don't yeah. know what it is. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what it is about jeans and like Uggs. I'm so simple with that stupid shit, you know, but I like jeans. I like uh, I like people who are fun. I like people who haven't been beaten down by life thoroughly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I like people that don't have a lot of stress behind their eyes, you know. Yeah, and, there, uh, and there's a few techniques I like to use on you. Yeah, if we're getting are, if we're getting yeah. kinky and shit, then yeah. I mean, um, what is your fave position? Uh, I mean, I like when um, when you're riding me. You know, when you're facing me. I guess that's cowgirl. 
Uh, I actually, one of the first times I actually G-spot orgasmed was in that That's why I like that, because you can always really come out of control. I call it the starburst. (laughs) Yeah, and it's a real thing. It's a real thing. So, uh, yeah, I I like that because I like to make you happy, so I feel like that. And then I just get to fucking sit there, Mm. you know, and do whatever, you know, look at tits. So what are our, like, horoscopes or signs? Uh, I'm a cancer. I'm a, a very emotional uh, individual. Not really. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I am. I don't know. Maybe I'm just damaged goods. I just can't even get in touch with my feelings. Well, I'm a Scorpio, so we're both water signs. Yeah. And you were born on a new moon, and I was born on a full moon, which I think we are, we're kind of opposite yeah. to track. I think uh, Scorpio and cancer is good. I am insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm Literally. easy. I'm easy going, so it works. So, what would you say our position right now is with our quote unquote open relationship? People are very curious. I about did it that. again. Well, we're in a new area, man, and it's kind of it's kind of evolved into that we really don't have any friends. I mean, we would have to go out and really kind of make friends or we would have to go out and meet people at the bar and shit. And I mean, that's just never been my thing anyway. Even when I was single, I I don't want to meet people at a bar. You know, I'm not into that. I'm not into that shit. You know, I'd rather meet somebody at the damn Starbucks or the grocery store or some shit. So, I mean, it's kind of just a work in progress, man. If a young lady uh, comes by in either of our lives then maybe we can uh, and see what happens. But as of right now, uh, we really don't, you know. Uh, we're always taking applications. No, I'm I, uh, no that's, that's true. I send mean, in your application. It can, it can be difficult, though, with, a, you know, that's a whole other episode. Working from home and shit, it just makes it hard. Was this an actual question? What was the question? Um... I just asked what the, like, our current status was. with, oh. And, you know, we don't do anything on our own. If we do something, it's together. Yeah, well, there have been opportunities and things. I mean, one time I was in Charlotte. I mean, there's been, like, hey, mm-hmm. if this happens, is this okay? And then you kind of set the, the boundaries, like, hey, you know, if it's cool if she sucks your dick or whatever. But as long as you know what's going on, you know, I feel like that's a, a good thing, you know. That's become a little more difficult for me emotionally. And then I just communicate that to you. Yeah. So it's just, just a work in progress. And who knows, maybe in a few years it'll be crazy open and we'll be swingers. And this will be the fucking uh, Playboy Mansion out here. And Well, a girl from my kindergarten class reached out to me almost a year ago and she didn't know we were open and she kind of invited herself over which i was very happy with and she was cute things yeah things escalated quickly and she you know before we kind of were like hey let's move this into the bedroom she or you went to the bathroom and Mm. she quickly told me that she had a boyfriend but her boyfriend was okay with her and i hooking up and we were under the pressure it would be a group thing because I personally don't feel comfortable without you. Yeah, I got uh, missed out on that one, fellas. I uh, had to take a back seat. Had to take one for the team. Yeah, yeah. I was told I could watch, but I was a little sour. I, uh, you went upstairs. I, I went upstairs and cried. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our last experience. But I was, I was so... Um, 
I don't, I don't know how to describe it all. I, I mean, I remember we went to breakfast the next day and we quickly rebounded. I mean, it was all, it wasn't a thing, man. It wasn't, it wasn't it was even an a experience. Thing. And every yeah. time you embark in that kind of territory, you always learn something. Yeah. And we learned then that we like to do things in a group way. Yeah. Which is fine. At least at that moment, man. You know, or had this uh, young lady had mentioned that previously, it would have been mad cool, man. You know what I mean? I would have had no problem watching. But at the time, I was a little disappointed. Well, th- this guy asked if you'd ever let a, a guy in the room with us, like two guys and myself. Are you a guy and myself? Well, see, no, that's actually not the question. All right. The question is, where is that question? I, I remember this question. The question was, would I watch? No. Yeah. yeah. Just wait. This is going to be one of the very first times I'm right about something. I was right here. Hold on. Let's see if we can find this. It's uh, it's an important question. Let's see. Sorry about the... Uh, here we go, right here. No, let me ask it. So would you ever watch me with another guy? Yeah, just like I said. Well, okay. So as of right now, hell no. All right. First of all, I'm not that big of a watcher. I'm not, as we just talked about, I'm not too into that shit. Um, I like watching you have sex with other girls. I think that's one of your best qualities. (laughs) But uh, as far as this, now look, I am uh, very... open all right i'm not as open as as some obviously but uh you know i'm always changing just like everybody and i don't know that i've i'd ever be able to watch but maybe in the future if it was something that she wanted to do maybe i could share god only knows i owe her about a thousand my therapist said it's a bit sexist yeah what is that we can bring women in for my pleasure and your pleasure, yeah. but it doesn't go. Oh, both it, ways. It, it is sexist, one hundred percent. Because I've brought the. I mean, I guess that's a fantasy of mine that lives in my head, and I. But I respect your decision because we have those boundaries. Yeah, and, and I and we've talked about that, and like I said, you know, it's something that could definitely happen one of these days. You know, if you're lucky. Do you have any pet names for me? They're all just crude as fuck, you know, slut. <laughs> or, I mean, I call you baby. I mean, you know, it's it's pretty basic. We don't uh, really call yeah. each other by first name. Nah, it's pretty serious over here. We can't, uh, we don't get too comical about the names, you know. Uh, this is a long one. Uh, how did you handle everything with her while she was at her lowest depression? Only because sometimes I feel like it can be hard to find a person to deal with that, especially when I feel like there's days that I can't even get out of bed. Yeah, it's no, a great question. It really is. And and it is going to be hard to find someone that's okay with that. It's going to take somebody that's really patient and strong and confident. And it, it's tough, man. And, and I know that, that she has you know, gone over some of her mental health issues and depression and whatnot. But to be honest with you, um, I hardly noticed anything, man. I mean, I know that there were issues and she was struggling at certain times. But, you know, if anyone was taking on as much as you take on, they would feel the, you know what I mean? They would have some serious stress, man. You're doing a lot. So you should give yourself a lot of credit. And as far as that question right there, it is going to be very difficult to find somebody to uh, 
you know, to, 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 you know, stand by your side, you know, cause I know it's tough depression, you know, it brings people down that are around you, you know, misery loves company. You How know? did you handle the weight of my shortcomings on yourself? Like, cause I know, I, I know I was a lot to handle. Well, you just, like I said before, you have to have, I just had confidence that, that we were going to be cool and we were going to work it out. And that's what a partnership is about. You know, if you're going through that sort of thing with your mental health, we're going through it together. And I think any hard times define your relationship. That's when you really know. Yeah, well, that is also when, yeah, a hundred percent. And that's the perspective that we're always looking for. You're always looking for this perspective. Mm-hmm. How do I know when things are going good? You have to think back to when things were shit and you were all fucked up. And now, now that you're clear headed and feeling good, there's that perspective, man. And life is beautiful. You know, you have to have that. So enjoy this. If you can enjoy this time that you're down only because you know that you're going to fucking get better and you're going to be on top of shit sooner than later. I remember the first time you told me that you loved me. It was because I basically panicked about something. And I remember we were at our old condo and I just started running barefoot outside. I was losing my mind. I hopped a fence. I was just trying to run away from you. Sweet tea vodka. (laughs) And... You, I needed you to chase me and come after me because, I mean, that's like something linked to my childhood, but the fact that you found me, you just picked me up. I was crying and snotting all over you and you carried me inside and you were like, look, I love you. And I remember thinking, you know, this guy can handle me at my worst. He can have me at my best. And there have been similar times where I'm upstairs crying in my bathroom, a little cry spot. And as much as you don't want to bother me, especially if we have an argument, you still come up there, you rub my back, you tell me to calm down and breathe. And I think having you know how to handle me in that situation is really important because the times that you don't chase me or don't tell me to breathe, it just escalates for me, mm-hmm. which is my issues that I'm working on. Hey, it's a, we all just grow together, man. We all just grow together. What insecurities have you felt inside and outside of our relationship? Uh, none. Honestly, I've never felt insecure about our relationship. Never, not once. I mean, everything we've ever been through has just solidified how confident I have always been. And I mean, I don't know if that don't mean to sound, um, you know, um, like a shithead when I say that. But honestly, I'm, I've always been pretty confident. Do you think having a lot of tattoos, like for both of us, do you think that makes a difference in our relationship for any odd reason? No, no. I mean, how we're perceived by others or between me and you. No, No. I guess with others. I don't, I don't know. I don't really spend a lot of time worrying about what other people feel. Well, skater kid wants to know how much your sleeves cost and who does them. I mean, anyone knows it's all, you know, relative as to who's doing it and how long they're taking, but you know, Rodney Rains in Charlotte and Skinny in Charlotte uh, done most of my tattoos and they've done my sleeves. And I would highly recommend visiting either one of those guys. They're, they're awesome people and artists, really, really good artists. So, but I don't know, sleeve, man, what do you, what do you think, baby doll? What? 1500 bucks or something it's at least a thousand a session if you're there for more than five hours it's you should i mean it depends but yeah i mean you should it should be if you're getting good work done what a couple hundred bucks an hour or something tip yeah i mean sleeve what a couple grand i don't fucking know man it's tough i don't know i don't know 
Do you have any suggestions as to how to balance a relationship? I know we work and live together, which is still a challenge for us. But do you have any remarks as to balance? Yeah, I do. And this is going to kind of come off a little bit crude, and I I don't mean it that way. But certain things have to take a back seat. And I think that one thing that needs to be able to take a back seat is the quality time that you spend with your significant other. You know, that's what everybody's always after is that quality time and whatnot. And uh, you just have to be confident, man, that if you're in business with your partner and y'all are working your ass off and you're spending all the time in the world together, look, man, you got to have you got to have time apart. You, you know, you just got to, you know, not talk too much. You know, being around somebody, you know, familiarity breeds contempt. You know, when you're familiar with someone, you're quicker to get pissed at them. You, you fucking... All that cool shit that brought you together a couple years ago, all that little cool shit like their accent or whatever is starting to piss you off, you know? So the cure for that is to fucking separate yourselves, you know, and create a little bit of space and maybe you'll miss that person, you know? But if you're around somebody all the time like me and uh, this young lady here are, it's tough. It, It really is. You have to be crazy patient, you know? Do you think when I leave the house, like for hot yoga and stuff, that that helps, like splitting up house time? Yeah, hundred percent. It definitely does. Not only that, but when you leave and, and you go experience life for a little while, and you're out in the world, and when you come home, you might have a story to tell. You know, I'm I'm sure you're sick of the same stories I tell. You know, but so yeah, it offers an opportunity for experience, and and you get to come home and and talk about something, and you know, and it's funny, and and that could be a little bit of a moment that we share you know that's not talking about work and not talking about our relationships so yeah leave the fucking house man well more quote-unquote normal relationships they have their own life they go to work you know they come home and they get to share that or they have different friend circles or the same one and we don't have a friend circle to spend time with we don't have separate friend circles so i think that um might what's the word like inhibit us from having that connection it does yeah it does it really does and then that's why i think you thrive with the social media i think that's something i think that's something you need it's an outlet you know without that you might be really pissed off well i go on live almost every day and i am so i'm smiling the whole time afterwards i feel like i got some of that energy out that i kind of direct to you too much in a sense and you're also the type of person that uh, re-energizes when you're alone and yeah. you've kind of come to grasp that you're okay with not having a friend circle. Yeah. And it's, I think that has benefited you instead of feeling yeah. like you're missing out or that you need to try and make friends and if it, it's a failure, like it's, yeah. it's difficult. My friend, my friend circle is very, 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 very small. We're talking like as small as you can get. There are a lot of people in my life that I've had that I wish I kept in touch with. That's one of my uh, one of my shortcomings is that I just for just don't keep in touch with people. I need to I need to call a few people. So <laughs> I had quite a few. Well, as far as balance goes, I think we've both learned, and this is kind of an interesting topic as far as how often the phone is out because sometimes we're spending time together, but since we're both on our phones, we're not spending time together. Yes, very true. Very, well, the phones, I think, are just a, I don't know. I don't know what to think about the phone, man. I, um, it's one of those blessings and, uh, you know, curses at the same time, I think. It's, um, I've, I've done my very, very best to get rid of the phone over the past couple of weeks. I've been trying to turn it off. 
even leave the house without it. And, and just to even think how hard it is to leave the house without your phone, it's fucking shameful, man. It's fucking shameful. I should be able to leave the house without a fucking cell phone if I want to. You know, it's, uh, it's pretty frightening, man. It's been, once again, I'm a little older, so I have that, I have that experience of, of not having a phone, man. I had a, I had a fucking pager, man. I had a, I had a pager. <laughs> I had two pagers. That's yeah. And you know, that shit was awesome, man. And you would go to the, you would get paged and you, you would go to the Circle K and you would go to the, little phone that you put the quarter in and you would try to call this person back at the self that the uh payphone they were waiting at and you would play us uh, um payphone tag. fucking tag all night long man and to find out your boy is waiting at a phone that doesn't receive calls <laughs> so you'd have to have like certain you'd have to map it out you'd be like well that phone doesn't receive calls so i can't call you and it would be to your whole goddamn night you're trying to get a quarter bag from somebody man you know it's uh but it was worth it, though. It was a beautiful thing. So, what do you picture when you think of your future with me? Uh, dogs. What? <laughs> lots and lots of fucked up old dogs that need homes and need some sort of love. That's uh, that's what I think about. Um, well, we're in a position right now where we don't want children. And I've always told you that I don't know as I get older if that will change, but I'm very happy with dogs yeah maybe opening a restaurant. don't forget that i also age when you do so uh i'm gonna have a <laughs> i'm gonna be 75 years Stop. old and have a 10 year old kid we'll just clone you and yeah. everything will be okay or we could just adopt a kid that's older there right? you go mira she wants to be adopted there we go. yeah well i wanted to end this podcast uh with this question from a wonderfully great friend of mine she uh, says that she's so excited to hear your voice and to make her pussy purr. Mm. So if you could please say the word cunt for her. Cunt? Uh, <laughs> Kenzie. No, don't say that. Oh, she loves it. She loves it. First off, she doesn't give a shit. I think we all know that. Uh, but uh, hello, uh, Miss Fairy. <laughs> you know, and uh, can't wait to see you again. Well, uh, it was always a pleasure. Yeah, I hope I didn't uh, speak too loudly into the mic or anything. And we're getting, oh, yeah. yeah, we're we're getting better at this here. If you enjoyed Jay on this podcast, please let me know on my Instagram, and we can do this again. I think. Yeah, yeah, we can anytime, anytime. Well, we got to get back to work. So thanks for listening. Yeah, everybody love each other out there. Peace and love. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, you guys. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to let us know on Facebook and Instagram at Slutrepreneur. You can also write in questions, slutty stories, or reach out to be our next sponsor by emailing slutrepreneurpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. And remember, every time you leave a five-star review on iTunes, a unicorn has an orgasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.